What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode. And before we start this episode, I want to encourage all our listeners to please subscribe and rate our channel. We definitely appreciate that. Also, feel free to give us feedback. Like I said, all three of those things, we definitely appreciate it. I just want to start the show off and let you guys know. And um, here's another episode. I hope you all enjoy it. What's up, y'all? This episode is sponsored by Park Hill Consulting Services. If you are interested in learning how to purchase your first investment property or you need some help getting your finances in order so that you can purchase your first investment property, just contact us at www.parkhillconsultantservices.com and we can get you started. We hope you guys enjoy the rest of this episode. On the way to the top floor, I ain't selling out though, but I'm on the way. Got a lot of room, as the motivate. Hold all the moves, I'm a play play. On the way. Motivation for all the real ones, On the way. On the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next when I'm on the way. You ain't take risks cause you too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. On the way. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Million Dollar Mindsets Podcast. I'm your host, Xavier, sitting with my co-host, D. What's up, y'all? And today is going to be, we got another another episode. This is, I know this was uh, definitely, definitely wanted by the people. And we got my guy back. This, I call him the Stack Seeds in general. He, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he, he back. You already know it's part two. You know what I'm saying? He was on episode with those 46. Uh, Huff's yeah. motivation, yep. And now he back for another episode, part two. My guy Hugo, welcome back, bro. Appreciate it, man. How y'all doing, man? You already know everything good, man. Everything good. Just just grinding. You already know how I go, man. And I, I know a lot of people been waiting on us to do this episode again. We mm-hmm. just got done with stack season. A lot of people was involved in that. And a lot of people uh was hitting me up just telling me stuff like, man, you know, I say X amount of dollars. And I know it was the same for you. I know people was hitting you up like but Big facts. <laughs> straight up. So, I, so just going into that. So, how, how the, what was the effect on you personally? How was this tax season for you personally? This one, it kind of just started to give me clarity. Cause you know, I started to get into the gym. Like, yeah. I want to say when my homie Dolo came up from Florida, he came up there uh, to move in Virginia, got a little security job or whatever. But he's not my personal trainer, and I think we started like maybe mid October. So probably like four weeks before stack season went over. And that just really helped me to realize that it's not just about the money. I already knew it wasn't just about the money. As you already know, we got the emails going with that, showing it's mm-hmm. not just about the money. You're stacking skills, you're stacking knowledge, you're stacking fitness, you're stacking your health. Mm-hmm. It's not just about stacking that stash money, you feel me? Because once you're stacking up all these other things, it's going to translate into the money regardless, man. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like me being in the gym this stack season, really helped me out a lot, man. I can't say it increased my income because I only been in for like five weeks, four weeks. Mm-hmm. But I can say I got a way clearer mind fucking with the gym, man. And just stacking up, man. Damn. Like, like Brody, I think uh, like when I first started, bro, I could barely do two miles, 15 minutes on the bike, bro. Now I'm doing like 22, 24 miles, man. Oh. And it's not even five weeks, man. <laughs> I'm killing That's that bike train, man. <laughs> Yeah, and I used to only do like level three, like level nine, level ten, man. I feel like one of those anime characters, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I be. No, no, that's how I be for real. But th- what's so dope about that is, like, a lot of people probably don't understand why that's important. Like the physical part, they're like, okay, what they gotta do with me getting money? So that, explain that to people why, like, being uh, physically sharp, like, why that's important when you on this grind trying to get bills over bread up. It keeps you a little P's and Q's mentally. And when you're doing fitness, 
if you're not doing like, I can give it up, I learn for how I work it, you're eating the cleaner diet, you're fueling your body way better than you're fueling your body with like maybe a Bojangles sandwich and a Sprite or a coffee or yada yada, whatever. You, you are what you consume, not just with your diet, edibly, or food-wise, but with the gym, with everything, man. Like, you have to have a cleaner diet all around. That's why we were talking about, remember we were talking about with Pavel and Nipsey and stuff like that with your audio diet. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like every aspect of your diet should be a lot better if you want to see any type of change, you feel me? Especially drastic change. You can't just change one little thing and expect drastic results. You gotta, you gotta go hard with everything in life, you feel me? That's why I started getting in the gym and I try to start pushing other people to get into the gym because I know my influence is way faster than somebody else that's way better than me with the fitness. Nobody's really going to listen to that dude. It's like listening to somebody with multi-million dollars. You don't really want to listen to them yet, but if a dude, you can see where exactly where he came from because he's right by you, right on your level almost, and you see him going in it, you'll, you'll be more inclined to listen to him so you can listen to the next person that he actually listens to. Like, it's a dude called Commando Drone at the time. I don't know if you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, we met up in, we met yeah. up in Miami. Yeah. Oh, that's the homie show. Yeah. That's like the sickest thing of fitness, man. No <laughs> funny shit. That's why I be in the gym going hard, like 90 minutes, almost two hours on that bike, man, trying to get there, get up on his. Uh, yeah, we good. There it goes. Oh, okay. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't gonna do that. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, Madonna's my trainer, but that dude is like one of my major inspirations with the fitness. You yeah. feel me? Because I see him going hard. I see he got what I want, man. So I'm just going hard. I see that, man. And I see I can get there too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you let your end goal fuel what you're doing now because you know it's where it's going to get you. I know where the fitness is going to get me. I know where the staff is going to get me. I know where building skills are going to get me. You feel me? And there's no if ands, or buts about it. You feel me? There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. I feel like knowing that your end goal is what fuels you is what's going to keep you pushing and not partaking other things, man. Like, I'm on a whole refined sugar diet, man. Haven't cheated on it at all. Like, I'm trying to kill a belly fat, man, so I can go what I want to wear, you feel me? I'm going to man, but that's just, that's real shit, you feel me? Yeah, that's all. Awesome. You, you, man. You can't just think you're going to get it in that, put the work in and get it, man, or go half-ass with it and just be bare minimum. You can't be bare minimum in anything you want to do, whether it's fitness, whether it's your skills, your job, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Your spare time, especially. You already know how we rock with the spare time. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's some real shit right there. And another part of it, like how I see it is, like when you when you working out, we all know it's difficult parts to working out. You know what I'm saying? You lifting that weight, you be feeling like, man, fuck this, I'm done. This is my last rep. You got somebody like pushing you. Come on, so it builds that 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 mental resilience, that mental strength, and that Mm -hmm. just translate over to when you going through real shit in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like having problems, it could be money problems, business. That mental strength, you still got it. So you're like, all right, let me push through this. This ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. For real. So that's 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 definitely how I see it. And that's, it's super important for people to understand it. Yep. Yeah. It's like it's important to practice discipline in all areas of your life. And I really like the fact that you like, of course, you was doing the stack season, but you took it to the next level and started practicing discipline within your um your your yeah, physical yeah. health. And yeah, that's that. cool for real. Cause I used to slag on it, you feel me? Like I'm not gonna lie and say I wasn't just like I mean I drink my water, but I'm I'm drinking a lot of sugar. I probably drink like 84 grams with just three ounces of fucking sugar a day, bro. You feel me? Or eating that much sugar and sweets or whatever shit like that, man. That shit's not good for you. And I just started eating way cleaner, and I feel my body just feels way better, bro. Yeah, it's a difference. Like, it's, it's amazing, and you get fuller way faster, bro. It's, yep. You get fuller off less calories. You yep. feel me? And 
I love that aspect, bro. I'm out here just roasting. I'm not even going crazy. With, I can go crazy with the cooking, but I'm just going. I'm going mad simple with it, chopping up eggplants, chopping up zucchini, chopping up bell peppers, throwing them in the oven, huh? And I'm eating them, James, man. I might get my little protein on with some cream oil, whatever, and uh, and some chicken. But I'm not really going crazy with like the beef and everything like that right now, man. Mm-hmm. Just I feel like it's too fatty. So you got to be disciplined with it. If you really want it that bad, you're gonna do it. Like no, it's just man. that simple. Yep. And it's like, even though working out is like a major part, it really boils down to what you eat. Like, that's one of the biggest oh. things. And, you know, what you feed your body is what you know going to put out, like, as far as produ- productivity. So if you feed yourself <laughs> crap, you're going to perform like crap. So you got to, you know, feed yourself the right foods and be healthy and all that stuff. If you and you want feeding your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feed your brain. That's, a, that's so cold, man, because you can see, like, because uh, the, the, when we did the first the part one, it was like we we really didn't dive on about dieting and stuff. So you can see like the level up you on just from that aspect, which is which is crazy. But that's super dope. But at the same time, because like we said, it's super important for real. But what I want to ask you though, like what you because you know a lot of people when they might hear this conversation, and you know a lot of people think it's hard for me to eat right, get my diet right when I ain't got that much money for real. They're like that stuff expensive. That shit expensive. So what you say to people that might be thinking like that? It depends on where you at, man. I'm in Richmond, Virginia, man. I don't really know about... I mean, I know about other cities, but I can't... I don't, I don't try to speak on them. Mm-hmm. But we have Kroger's and Wegmans out here. And Kroger is actually a whole nationwide thing. They have fries in the West Coast. They have King Supers in the Midwest and Colorado and shit like that. And then they have... I forgot what the story is in, like, Florida and up north and stuff like that. But they have a whole... Almost a whole chain in the United States. And if you're about to go get a four for four, bro, you can get a whole lot of veggies for that four for four. <laughs> and it's just really that simple. And then you can get ten pounds of chicken quarters, man. I don't really buy. It's like it's like with, it's like with that with that drink shit, man. You don't want to buy just a a, a a leg, bro. You want to buy the whole leg and a thigh, man. You don't you want the leg and thigh in the biscuit, man. You don't want to just have somebody cut that thigh off for you and pay extra for that. You're paying a whole convenience cost. That's like buying a bag salad, bro. You don't want to do that. You want to buy that the straight kale. You want to buy your carrots. You want to buy whatever you need to buy straight raw. You don't want to be buying prepackaged stuff, man, because that's what costs you money. You feel me? And when you're buying a four before, like, bro, every day this week, my lunch veggies haven't cost me over two hours, bro. But I be full as fuck off them jobs, man. Zucchini's probably like 60 cents, cents, 60 cents per zucchini. I buy two of those. I'll buy eggplant that's almost a dollar, and then I'll buy maybe a bell pepper that's like sixty to a dollar, man. And that's that's good clean eating right there for me, man. You just gotta find you can't eat those expensive proteins. That's really where the money costs, man. It's not really the vegetables or anything like that, man. It's those proteins. That you, eat, you can't eat scallops and fucking think you're gonna save money, bro. That's not how it works. Scallops are twenty six dollars pound out here, man. You feel me? <laughs> you can eat a lot of scallops, man. I, I love me some scallops, man. I love me some shrimp, man. I love me some mussels. I love all that, man. But I had to cut that out, man. That shit's expensive, man. Especially that salmon, man. I'd be a whole. Hey, we eat that. We, we eat that salmon about once a week. Yeah, man, once, well, once a week. It's good, but man, that drink comes there, bro. You trying to save some money, man. No, for real, bro. You got to keep it simple. Get some chicken. Yeah. Keep it simple. That chicken, that chicken, uh, like maybe like uh, Pacific cod or something like that. Or maybe swat. I don't, I don't advocate for tilapia. You no, no, me neither. We don't, nah, we don't fuck with tilapia at, at all. Like, nah, that's the yeah, There's plenty of ways to find. And then you got to just like, I feel like once you find out your good, clean grocery store, like a, a grocery store that has good prices, you got to, 
conquer yourselves, man, and buy in bulk, man, and just freeze that shit so you have enough for a week or two, man. You know what I'm saying? Two to three weeks or whatever, you feel me? You can't just be in the store every other day unless you're buying your veggies, man. You can't, you shouldn't be buying your proteins every other day like that, you feel me? Because you're not going to catch those sales and stuff like that. Like, I feel like Kroger has some of the best sales out here. Whiteman has some of the best sales I've ever seen as far as, like, chicken quarters and stuff like that. Or, uh, just like chicken breast in general, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, but like it's just like the chicken, the green beans, the potatoes, the potatoes, stuff like that. Don't they don't cost that much? And I feel like, especially rice, you can buy rice in bulk, bro. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can buy a whole twenty five pounds of rice. Given you don't want to eat rice every day, but if you're really trying to stay clean eating and you want to stack your money, you're gonna do. It. Yeah, you it's not that hard, you feel me? Time flies, bro. We're already in December, bro. Stack season ends again in February, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> Time flies when you're putting in that work, man. That's why we're trying to tell people, uh-huh. like, once you get locked into this sound routine, you're cleaning diet, you're, taking, you're less accessible to other people, which means you're less accessible to their bullshit, mm. then you're going to be living a way better life, man. I have my, my homie, you know, the homie stuff. He told me yeah. stop being so accessible to other people because they bring their problems on to me, you feel me? And then I'm stressing out about it because I'm so selfish, you feel me? And most people are selfless when it comes to their friends and stuff like that, or just associates in general. And you have to limit your accessibility or you're not going to be able to focus on yourself fully, you feel me? Because you're, you're stressed out about your homies, you're stressed about everything else, man. You can't even focus on yourself. Mm, that's, heavy, that's, that's heavy game right there. That's some heavy game. Because like, like, this really levels the focus, man. That's why I was telling people last time on the podcast, like, Yo, cut that weed off for a little bit, man. If you really want to do it, like, I know with certain people, like, you don't have to cut out all the way. You can either cut back or just cut it all the way out. I cut it all the way out for a reason because I got other people to depend on me, and I feel like I got a way bigger responsibility, so I lead by example. Like, you know how bosses do. Bosses mm-hmm. lead by example. You right. can't just... You can't preach it and then be indulgent and be a hypocrite with it. Nah, bro, lead that example and show nigga that you really can do that shit, which which, which, which will inspire others to do it. And that's why I do what I do and try to bridge that gap between those higher levels, like with like with Stern or whatever, it's just stuff like that. Because people aren't really inclined to listen to them. They'll listen, but they won't they won't take heed to it because it's like, man, he all the way up there, man. I ain't up there, man. I don't get up there by doing this. No, but they see a nigga like me. Like, damn, you gonna run up in the gym? Hugo used to goddamn be complaining about the goddamn gym. Fifteen minutes on the bike. Now he doing almost one hundred twenty minutes on the goddamn bike. He ain't even been a month, man. Let me get my ass up in this goddamn gym, man. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's really people out there sending me their Apple Watch, showing me their calories, bro. On the timeline, on the Snapchat, bro. Because I got in the gym, you feel me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm going to start fucking with this, this, with this, uh, with this juice and this blender and start showing people what Rico shows me. Because, I mean, yeah, Rico got his platform, but I'm trying to help him expand it because mm-hmm. people fuck with me and they see that, damn, you don't like juicing before. You go juicing now, man. Let me get on this goddamn mm-hmm. juicing, man. Mm-hmm. And now they'll listen to Rico more, you know what I'm saying, versus me because... They know I'm not an expert on no juice and shit, but Rico's my homie, and I'm like, damn, he learning it from Rico. Let me listen to Rico. Let me stop doing shit with Rico. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just like, I, I'm like an influence extender, you feel me? That's what I just try to do. It's, uh, instead of acting like an expert on some shit that I just found out about, no, I'm going to tell you who put me on that game, and I'm trying to get you to listen to me first so you can listen to them better. And take their perspective, because at first you weren't trying to hear their perspective, you feel me? He wanted to go to McDonald's and get that goddamn whatever, you feel me? Versus taking your ass home and juicing those veggies or juicing those fruits or using that blender or whatever, you feel me? Building that discipline to change your life. You know what I'm saying? Nothing's overnight, man. 
It's just we're trying to do a whole lot more beneficial things in our life to expedite the process. Expedite the process, live longer, healthier. Because like they say, and it's a cli- it's cliche as hell, but it's real. Health is well. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you can have all the money in the world, but if you can't do shit physically to enjoy it, it's, it's, it's pointless for real. You hustle, you did all the hustling for no reason. And I like that you brought up that um, you see people starting to follow the things you do as far as working out and eating healthy because, you know, when you get in these positions of influence, in a sense, it kind of helps you hold yourself more accountable. You got to be responsible. Yeah, you know, people watching, no matter how big or small the platform, it's always somebody watching. So, yeah. So, you know, it's always good for holding yourself accountable in the way you move. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if, if I'm slacking on it, other people are going to slack. Because it was like the, yeah. the first stack season that I actually brought to the time. Like, bro, I disappeared for like three months and went and went hard. Like, I was going hard. Like, but I was the time and nothing like that. And everybody stopped doing it, bro. Like, mm. that's how I knew that the influence was actually there. You feel me? Because it's like, damn, you been not on my ass. He's not telling me to stack. Because he ain't on the goddamn time. I don't even know where the hell he's going at. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people weren't stacking. And it was like, damn, I'm going for stack because I won't hear. And then I got next. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And that's, I mean, it's it's dope, but it's just crazy at the same time that, it, that it's that fast, though, you feel me? And it kind of works for me, too, because it's like, if Gunner ran on my ass, I probably wouldn't have been the guy in the gym. If I would have started a gym, I probably would have quit it. You know what I'm saying? Like, realistically, like, me working out with my homies is making what, what, make, what makes the gym dope for you, you feel me? I can work out by myself now. Don't get me wrong. I've been working out by myself out there in Colorado. You know but I love working out with my homies. It's just way better. It makes it way better. And we just basically like accountability partners, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You need that. You need you need your mm-hmm. homies to be, you know what I'm saying, on you. And you be on them, too, without it being a problem. You need to be around people. If you're going to say something, correct them. They're like, man, I ain't fucking with you no more. You be like, yo, I'm trying mm-hmm. to, you know what I'm saying? We Trying to help you. Help. All right, iron sharp is iron. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that's real shit. So to have somebody that's on, that's on you like that without mm-hmm. you be taking offense to it or being prideful yeah. and shutting it down. Like, man, I'm tired of this nigga. He always, <laughs> he always trying to, he, he on my head. he got your best interest. Exactly, yeah. he got your, yeah. exactly. That's, that's the dope. Cause and you know it, though. It's not, it's not no fake shit. It's not no trying to push you to be something you not. No, he see it in you, man. He's trying to bring it out. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Brody be telling me I could be bigger than him, man. So he like 185. I'm like, I used to be 197 during Vegas or whatever. That's probably because of the jackery and shit. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, he like my frame bigger than his, and that just motivated me like, damn, I can be bigger than Donald. Donald, bigger ass. Bigger than me. That's the muscle shit, man. So it's just like, damn, I can be bigger than that. Shit. Let me get up in this. Let me get up in this. Hey, that's, that's just so real, man. I know, uh, that's why I, I'm loving this episode because the last one we really talked about money, building your money. So I know when people hear this, they probably was gonna be thinking like, okay, we gonna get on that again. But this, I feel like this is even better because we talking about the health aspect. You know what I'm saying? Because you mm-hmm. gotta, you gotta be uh, good at all realms. You know what I'm saying? Life pretty much. You need to be. You know what I'm saying? How your money right, but how your physical and your mental right too? Because that's equally as important. That's only gonna go as high. As, I mean, your money gonna only get as high. Is those things get for real. If you ain't mentally sharp, your money gonna start slowing down. That's just how shit works. Right. That's just how shit works. You have to make different decisions, man. And as far as like, I feel like the gym keeps you pushing because you're always pushing yourself in the gym. It's no half-assing. Like I had a half-assed it yet in the gym all week when I was in Colorado, bro. Like it went from I think I went from 15 miles to 
17, 19, 21, 22, 24, something like that. Right. Saying, all week, you feel me? And I never thought I would be able to do 24 minutes. 24 minutes, what? That's what I'm driving. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I did it, you feel me? And it, it is like, your body has this, uh, your body has this hidden potential, man, because after an hour on that bike, my body just goes into a different type of overdrive, man. I'll be waiting for it now, because I can tell, I don't know if it's testosterone or what, but I'll be waiting for it now, man. It's like, once that 60 minute mark, I, I know my body about to go crazy. I'm still going another 30, almost hour, you feel me? And I'll be pushing it, bro. Mm-hmm. I go so hard the bike be turned off, bro. It be turning me good workout. <laughs> you done. And I love it, man. I just I just I just know it's changing my body, it's changing every aspect of my life, even if I can't see it, you feel me? I just know I'm living a better life being more trying to be more fit and be more in tune with my actual diet instead of just mm-hmm. Going to buy a steak, going to buy some scallops, go buy some goddamn asparagus or some green beans and a starch, man, and get the cooking on, man. I'm trying to eat a lot better because I know that's what's fueling my body and it's fueling my brain. Mm, that's important, man. I know because with it, with it being December right now, this is why it's so important because I know people going to hear this and be like, damn, it's about to be the top of the year, new decade. Let me get my shit together. Let me start going to the gym and working out, you know what I'm saying? Get on, Get on my grind and stay on it. Cause see, that's the important part. Once you, you stand, stand on it, because you can start. You know how it goes. Everybody got New Year's resolutions. They they start at the gyms. I was talking to somebody. I mean, I was talking to somebody that worked at the gym one time. He was saying how the uh, like January and February be the busiest times of the year, just because of New Year's resolutions. Then he was like March, <laughs> April, later on. But like the later on the year it gets, he's like shit just slow down. But as soon as it gets to the end of the year, top of the year. They should be crazy, but that just mm-hmm. shows you how people start those new journeys, but they don't really stick with it for real. They're not really committed to it when they yeah. start. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's major key right there. You got to be like, you know, what I'm saying every day, even when you don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. But that's how we know because we, we are able to do it. That's how I know that our influence is way more vast than we might even imagine because we're basically. Without even trying, we're drowning it down their throats, man. It's like, bro, you see us doing it, bro. You got to do it too, man. That's the only way. It's just like when Taylor was talking about on uh, episode 62. Like, we got to come together, man. We got to do those group economics. We got to pool our resources, man. We're not going to be able to have any power, man. And it's not just yourself pulling your, getting yourself together with the money, man. You got to get yourself together with the fitness, with the mental, man. I feel like fitness and mental kind of coincide, but I'm not going to try to go into that mental health thing and try to right. say that that's the only, that's the only remedy. Oh, that's, that is a remedy. No, it helps though. I'm not going to lie to man. I used to be fucked up, bro. I've been fucked up for years, man. But I, I keep my demons intact. I don't think about, I don't, I don't think you can fully beat your demons. Your demons are like your shadow, man. They're always going to follow you. But when you're on point, if your shadow can't beat you, your shadow not going to be ever be in front of you. He's be always right. behind you or he beside you. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. I just feel like you're not defined by your demons, even if you were the demon when you're at war with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because I was at war with myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just keep it pushing, man. That's why I always just try to have that positive mindset for other people that you got to keep it pushing, man. Look at me. Look where I was, man. Because 2012, bro, I was making enough 50 month. I'm in the gym, bro. I can't remember the last time I hit the gym, bro. Probably when I was like 13 or some, or some funny shit. You feel me? Right. I never waited the why. <laughs> now I'm in the gym. I'm dedicated to. So I be hitting Dolo up like, bro. You going to the gym? I'm like, he's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, but he not hitting me. I'm hitting him up. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how dead ass I'm in about it, man. And if I'm dedicated to something, I'm going to be dead ass about it 100. percent And I feel like I see the results in that because 
I don't know too many people that are going over 2,000% on their goals, whether it's with cardio or whether it's with, with convention. Like, everything that I'm doing in that gym, I'm doing bigger and better with it, man. Just like with the money, just like with the cooking, just like with anything, I'm really dead-ass about it. And if you're really dead-ass about it, too, you're going to do it, and you're going to do it well. Mm. At first, it's going to suck, though. Right, oh, it's going to suck. Because it's new. Uh, I was complaining the whole time. I ain't going to lie. That's how it is, though. <laughs> Cause it's new. Your body ain't even you ain't used to it. I ain't used to that job, man. <laughs> that DMMS or whatever it's called. It's hitting me for days and days, but I ain't even really getting on you feel me? <laughs> now I'm going crazy and now I'm just pushing through it, man. I feel it, but I'm pushing through it. That's the important part. I love it. And that, that was so crazy because that's gonna translate over. It's like if you mm-hmm. if you quit that, like they say, my dad used to, my dad used to always tell me. If you if you quit one thing, you'll quit any. You'll quit everything else. That's how you start. You know what I'm saying? How you do one thing. It's facts. How you do one thing is how you gonna do everything else. So that is 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 super important to for people to understand when you start something, make sure you finish what the fuck you started. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Don't don't right. don't just start and just all right disappear on it or quit because now it's gonna make it when you quit one time, make it easier to quit for anything else after that because you mm-hmm. you know what it feels like. You like all right. I it quit this too. It got uncomfortable. Like, yeah, let me. I, I quit this too. But when you go through it, you finish through it. Shit, you got pride in it. You like, you know what? I can't quit on this. Let me keep going. It's people that's expecting this out of me. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. So that's 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 super important to touch on. And I just feel like that same routine. Like even going to work and going home, or going to school and going home. That's bare minimum, bro. Your spare time, you have to utilize your spare time on whether it's learning a skill, whether it's making sure you're in that gym almost every day. Like, figure out how to allocate your time or especially your spare time, man, because that's where you change your life, man. I don't know nobody that hasn't changed their spare, that's their, uh, their life in their spare time, man, especially one of my one of my main homies. Like, bro, you know, we all from the trenches, man, but we are all in different fields. Like, bro, I got a whole government employee. He works at the... A homie that's a government employee, he works at the Department of Defense. He's in the he's in the Pentagon two times a week. He's only twenty nine. He's about to be thirty next year. You know what I'm saying? I know him since I was six. You know i saying never did no wild shit. Never did no hot shit. Never, never, never did none of that. Even though the environment was around him, you feel me? And his homies was doing it. You feel me? He didn't he didn't fold though, and he kept it pushing. And I just feel like your environment does not have to define you if you are dead serious about what you want to do in life. Especially starting like fourteen, I feel like. That's why we got to, as adults, we got to start schooling these youth, especially starting around 14. We can go earlier, but 14 is when life gets serious, in my honest opinion. Mm-hmm. Because you're only four years away from buying, being in a bicycle. You're a grown-ass man or you're a grown woman. You feel me? Probably and the things you do from 14 to 18, they translate over when you're 18 to 21, bro. You got those bad habits from 14 to 18, bro. They're going to translate over, bro. So if you're doing better things when you're 14, when you got somebody or you see somebody, because social media is a major platform now. You don't have to actually fully have a hands-on mentor even if it's in the dms or one-on-one in real life oh man you've got a good curated time bro you're gonna be on your shit man and i just feel like we gotta school these years because you can't have a live and learn mindset like how do you feel about the live and learn mindset as far as like black people ascending how i feel about it yeah like as, as far as what like people using it as a rationalization on like I was fucking up when I was kid, live and learn. Like, bro, I feel like we're not going to progress as a whole race or future generations if we just keep chalking it up to live and learn, bro. That's why I feel like I always try to just teach positive things to other people and 
sort of like what I fucked up and right. be more transparent in my fuck ups. You feel me? Just sure. like you are with your with you how you were spending with the ball man two thousand dollar outfits. I don't do that shit no more, man. If I would if I went and did that, I'd be up some M. And it's like you can't do that, but it's like the youngest don't want to listen at first, but I feel like they are more susceptible to listening because they see like, damn, these niggas is goddamn twenty two up mad bands. These niggas twenty five up mad bands, twenty eight up mad bands. But they was fucking up their life at first. You feel right. me? And I feel like they know they can surpass a nigga because you, bro, if you're younger than the motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, and you not fucking up when he was fucking up at your age, bro, you can surpass him. Mm-hmm. You got the years, man. Number time and that right, man. There's no way you can't surpass that man. Bro. Tracks, bro. That's the, and that's and that's why I always be telling uh, young people that's like 18, 20, I be like, bro, start now. Because I ain't really get started till I was 20, 23, 24. So I'm like, yeah. bro, by that time, I'm 26 now. So if you start now, if you 20 years old, nigga, you're going to be way ahead of where I, where I am right now. But, you know, like you said, a lot of people don't fully comprehend that shit. A lot of people, and I was talking to somebody about this before, a lot of people, as, as, as trash as it is, they just actually have to experience it. I bet like my whole yeah. life I ain't I never was that type. Like you could tell me, if you give me the game, I'm gonna listen. I ain't gotta go through the bullshit for be like, oh, I learned now. But a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people, that's how a lot of people is. You could tell them a million times, but until they go through it, they ain't gonna get it. But that's that's yeah. that's their problem for real. Yeah, I, that's just something I want to kind of change. That's why I'm so yeah. visual and transparent with it, though, man. Because it's like. Well, don't be stubborn with this shit, man. I'm not telling you this shit for my health, man. I'm telling you this for shit for your benefit, you right. feel me? Because I see it in you, and I know you can be bigger than what you're trying to do right now, man. You're trying to enjoy this shit. You can enjoy life a build way more than you enjoy it, you feel me? Because it's going to be working in the end. I don't like how people try to twist that live it up mindset while they're young, you feel me? And then you 30, 40, and regretting that shit, bro. Because you're going to regret I don't care what nobody say. Nobody said you're going to regret that shit. Cause, cause, like I said, I'm 26, and the shit I was doing, I was having hella fun, and I regret it. And I'm only 26, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I know for some somebody to wild out, they hold 20s, 30s. I know they regret that shit. Like how, yeah. uh, like I like what Aisha was saying when she said she grinded her whole 20s. She was like, I'm still waiting for that regret to kick in, cause I got bread now to do whatever I want. Basically, is what she was saying. You know what I'm saying? And that's the route. To and she went stressed out. You see, people trying to make it like. You working sixty hour weeks or eighty hour weeks, like it's not. You're not working for the man for those weeks or for those hours. You're putting in whatever you do for the, for, the, for the man, but you're putting those other hours in, in your spare time. And when you when you're working for yourself in your spare time or working for yourself, it's way different than clocking in. Like it's a whole way different different type yeah. of whole different type of grind. You know, we are twenty four seven with this, so it's yeah. way different. Way different. You know what I'm saying. But it's just like, bro, that's that's not a lot of time, man. No, it's like not. adding an extra, but you do forty, you do forty at the job, and you do two hours a day. Every day, no days off. You know what I'm saying? Maybe one day off. We do a six day. That's extra twelve hours. You're already at fifty two. Mm. You feel me? And that's just two hours. That's a love hip hop episode, and that's a whatever episode. You know what I'm saying? That's nothing. That's no, literally nothing. It's just easier to watch TV, or it's easier to, to tweet, or it's easier to play that video game than it is to work on yourself. And I know that because I used to be that dude. I used to play video games and add ten hours a day trying to stay out the streets. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying because I use that industry. Like, I'm in the house. I'm out the way. You know what I'm saying? And I'm drowning in those video games, not making no money. So I started making a little money off of video games. But that wasn't, that's still not a, enough excuse on why I drowned in it so much. I could have been putting way more beneficial behaviors in my time. You feel mm. me? Eight hours of fly on the video game. 
eight hours of playing on the TV. You binge on the whole season. You play me that new season or whatever come out. You binge that joint on Netflix. Eight hours gone, bro. Mm. Like time flies when you having fun, but time also flies when you putting that work in. Mm-hmm. It's just you got to get used to it. No, that's real. That's yeah. real. Cause what you was gonna say? No, I was gonna say, especially like as an entrepreneur now, like I got a whole new level of appreciation for time. Like it's crazy. Like I try to utilize like every minute to the T because it's like you know once it's gone, it's gone. You're not getting this back. And you know, like God forbid, like I hate to, I would hate to be in my thirties, forties looking back, like man, what was I doing all that time, all that time wasted. So if you're listening, yeah. definitely like. You gotta start looking at things differently, changing your mentality, and having more appreciation for your time. Because when it's gone, it's you're not gone. getting that's it back. One, that's the one thing you can't get back. Like they say, idle time is the devil's playground, and that's that's just. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you understand anything, you you definitely should understand that. Because and I, I like what you said earlier. You was like, uh, you was basically said like the idle time is like what's gonna get you free. And I never really looked at it like that. But that's 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 super like that's super true. Like that if you work a job nine hours a day. That's idle time you got where you just get home and you be like, oh, now I'm about to watch the game. I know what that feel like, but that time, if you really want to get out of that system, get out of that environment, you got to put it in work at that time and you sitting there bored. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hey. You shouldn't be bored. Like, they, like you used to, I used to hear that all the time. They'd be like, uh, they be like, you should never be bored. And I used to hear that as a kid, and I used to be like, what the fuck? Like, what, what you mean by that? But I get it now, you know what I'm saying? Because it should always be something that you should be trying to do or thinking about doing and getting that shit done. It should never be a time when you really just bored as hell, especially as an adult. Like, come on now. We all got bills and Because even if you're self-reflecting, you shouldn't be bored. If you're self-reflecting, I self-reflect a lot. Even I, I talk to myself a lot just so I know, like, I don't like to say stupid things in public, so, like, I try to... I talk to myself, I talk out my plans and stuff like that. Damn, that sounds stupid. Let me get that scratch out, you feel me? I, I like to hear it, you feel me? Versus just hearing it in my head, I do a lot of self-reflection. So, day in and day out, you know what I'm saying? In the morning, I self-reflect and in the night, I self-reflect. That's just another part of my whole daily sound routine. And I just feel like that routine has to be there for you. Not just, you know, wake up, go to work, come home, doing whatever. Now, no routine, you feel me? It's just that one thing, you feel me? And you're not going to be able to change even when you even when you acknowledge your change if you're not your change you're not gonna if you don't change it you're just rationalizing what you know is bad you feel me and a lot of people do that and i don't like hearing that because i used to be that person you feel me even making decent money like that's why i was stagnant before man because i would rationalize my spending i would rationalize my poor habits i would rationalize me not utilizing my spare time more and i was still above average but once I started, stopped rationalizing, I started changing my life, bro. Everything skyrocketed for me, and I never thought I could be in these positions, man. Or I never thought I could be able to influence others this much, you feel me? Maybe my homies, but no, I'm influencing thousands of people. I'm helping right. other people get, get that influence. Because, like, like we said before, some people aren't going to listen to those people that they don't, that they can't identify with. Mm-hmm. But if you got that bridge right there that's helping somebody, that you're helping somebody realize, like, damn, he learned from that person. I'm learning from him. Let me go ahead and be able to goddamn bring it up to the next level and take the cane from the whole guru, you feel me? Yeah, like, yeah. That's, that's real. That's real. And uh, just the rationalizing part is, is super important, too, because as we all know, when you do anything stupid, that don't make any sense. Most of the time, you're rationalizing, even like when I said, when it makes no sense at all. But you got to get to that point where you got to get out your feelings and not be emotional about things. You always got to be thinking log- logically. I know for a lot of people, especially, it might be harder for women to do that, but that's just something 
that you really got to do, especially when it comes to money and business, because ain't no room for emotions. Ain't no room for, like, how you want shit to be. You got to just deal with shit how it is. If it don't make sense, don't do it. Don't try to rationalize no bullshit. You see that all the time. People will be make, making impulse purchases. Just like people with vacations and shit. They'll be like, you know, I deserve this vacation. No one ain't got the bread. Man, I worked all year. I deserve this vacation. You're like, nah, bro, you deserve to have some financial peace, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not stressing. That's what you deserve because you do take that vacation, you're going to be back to stress. Yep. So it's, it's, it's super important to, to that's just getting on the, on the money to, to think, not, not rationalize your bullshit, basically. <laughs> and that's when we got the stack season, man. Yeah. And it's just like, you have to start doing that shit, even if you don't see immediate results or you get a little stash, you got a couple band stash, and then something happens, you got to dip in the stash. You're going to have to dip in that stash regardless of what happened, you feel me? So you might look cut out the bullshit for when life does try to hit you, man, because life loves to beat up and TKO the impulsive consumer, I feel yeah. like, you feel me? Because it's easiest stuff to slap the hell out you and beat you down, man, off of unforeseen expense, you feel me? You go on that vacation because you finally saved up a little money for that, but you can't buy three of the vacations. So you come back home and your transmission fucked up. You you always fucked up in the game. You feel oh, me? You God. might have to go get a whole title on or some shit like that, bro. You fucked up out here because you went on a vacation. You feel me? That's why if you can't buy three, comfortably don't buy one, man. Just like Terry said, we say that shit for a reason. Mm-hmm. If somebody tried to ask me, I'm not going to buy three of it, so why do I have to say it about three? No, you saved about three. Or you have to, you have enough assets to buy three, so you don't get smacked by life. So when you buy one, you know what I'm saying, you still got bread in the cut, you still got assets in the cut, or whatever, you know what I'm saying, you still got income still generated too. So it's like, it's not really affecting that, you know what I'm saying? You're way more secure. Like the things we try to buy, they're not made for some of our tax brackets, tax brackets, man. Like Balmain, Balmain ain't for my tax bracket, man. Not right now, not right now. See, <laughs> and that's real. I'm gonna keep it a thousand. But you know I get that, bro. I ain't gonna buy that but not right now. It ain't for my tax bracket, man. Gucci, you could be for my tax bracket, man. I had to get 55 bands, almost 50 bands cash before I got that first Gucci hoodie, man. I was saving that shit since 2017. I used to screenshot it, man. I dead ass used to screenshot that joint. Like, I'm gonna get that joint one day. I can buy it right now. But that shit go fuck up my brain, man. Let me get there and just keep getting this money. And I started that stack season jump, man. And come November 2018, I brought my first Gucci hoodie, man. See? And that's, that's, and that's, that's, that's how it's supposed to be. And it didn't affect anything. It didn't affect it anything. Affect anything. And that's, it's like the money wasn't even missing. Like, you could have took the $1,300 from that, probably wouldn't know it was missing. And that's the and that's you know what I'm saying? right, and that's just mm-hmm. real shit. And ain't no day, no stunt, no flex, nothing. But that's just that's, how no, that was, that's, that's real shit. You gotta be disciplined with the stuff. If you really want that, want it that bad, you'll wait for these things, man, because they're always coming out with new shit, man. Oh, I haven't even looked at Gucci site. I haven't looked at none of these sites, man. I haven't looked at the Dragon Ball Bait, man. I love the Dragon Ball Bait. <laughs> I know. And it's a collector's item, man. You know, I got mad shirts mm-hmm. to that shit, but I haven't brought any in months, man. I haven't brought Gucci in. Eight months, man. I haven't brought no paper. I haven't brought no shoes. I haven't brought nothing in these amount of months, man. And it's not even hard. I don't even think about it, bro. Everybody be showing the shoes on the timeline or shit like that. Like, your shoes are about to come out. I don't pay no mind, man. I'm just keeping it pushing, man. It look nice, but I'm not even looking at the price. I don't go on stock I don't do that shit, man. For real. Because mm-hmm. you, you, you busy in a crowd. I'm focused. You focused. Yeah, and that's how I should be. And I, something that you said that I, that, I, that, I, that I really like, what you said, life beats the unprepared. And that's just... 
the man, that's 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 so real because life whoops the unprepared ass all the time. And some people and see it when you down, when you down and bad shit keep keep happening to you, you be like, damn, why me? Why me? But what you don't realize is that bad shit happened to everybody. But the thing is, when you prepare, it don't affect you like that. Mm -hmm. So you're not thinking, why me? Why me? Because you prepared. You know what I'm saying? If I'm driving my car and I run across a nail and it's a thousand dollar expense, I'm just going to pay that thousand dollars because I've been prepared. I've been stacking my money. But if I've been bullshitting and wasting money every single day, I hit that nail, thousand dollar expense. It's like, oh, it's the end of the world. Why life keep doing this to me? Why does this keep happening to me? I must got bad luck. It's like, no, everybody go through bullshit. Your difference, your problem is, you ain't prepared, so life just whoop your ass every single time you go through it. So it's important, that's so real, to to make sure you prepare for any situation. That's why we really talk about stacking money, because life, cause anything can happen in life. You know what I'm saying? Have that bread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's why I want to school the youngest on it, you feel me? Because if you already, if you're 14, 15 years old, and you got that type of mindset, we got, when you see it, like, well, these niggas are dead ass, man. Let me not do this so I got some money for my birthday. Let me put, go put this in a motherfucking mutual fund or index fund. You know what I'm, saying? I'm not even going to put it in the shoebox. I'm going to go put it in my brokerage account, you feel me? And let it sit and figure out what I want to do with it versus me. God damn, my mama, my aunt, and my grandma gave me some money. Man, I'm ready to get these shoes. I'm ready to get these goddamn goddamn, you know what I'm saying? I'm ready to go to the outlet. No, nah, bro, you got it. Plot. You gotta perk it and plot, man. That's what I, I like to perk it while you plot, man. I That's like exactly that. what I do with this bread. Sometimes I don't even know what to do with the bread, bro. I just park it while I think on what I want to do with it versus me treating myself, man. You already know I went. It took me five years to go on a vacation, bro. And I said I just did some of my numbers over the last seventeen months, bro. It was over six hundred minutes. I said, yeah, I lost some, but. And it's not even a flex, it's just like I came up that much because I was doing way more different things. It's not, it's not no no opportunity came into my lap or anything like that. I created some opportunities by mm. being better in my whole aspect of my life outside the fitness. I just started the fitness. So I feel like there's no way I might I might touch the end next year, man. I'm saying that, you feel yeah. me? And I feel like I, I, I might do that joint for real, man. No, you going to I'm a little iffy on it. Yeah, I'm a little iffy on it right now. That's a big number, yeah. man. You go do it. I'm going to keep it 1,000 with you, man. You go do it. Don't even, don't even say I might just, you go do it. You just go ahead and push it. Like they say, push for the, push for the, uh. Star. No, no, no. Yeah, you keep it pushing, but it's just like, man. Oh, lost a train of thought on my joint that I was just talking about. Because he's talking about some money. Yeah, right. <laughs> but <laughs> he was right, my man. It is push for the stars. Shoot for the, shoot stars. For the stars. If you miss, you land on the clouds. You still high. That's still high. Yeah, you down on the ground. So that's all the man. You ain't on sea level. I ain't even on sea level. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and what's crazy is most people ain't even on sea level. They below that motherfucker. Right, but you under the water, and if you under the water because of consumerism. Like, oh that self-imposed struggling, just like Tara said. Mm-hmm. We don't speak for people in the bricks that's on Snap and dead ass can't even go buy a pair of shoes they want to, you feel me? No, man, we're talking to people that dead ass Uber Eats, $700 a month, $600 a month, and still buy snacks for the crib at the grocery store, you feel me? Like, that shit adds up, man. And it's so easier to eat cleaner and eat cheaper for one person, especially if you got no kids, man. If you ain't got no kids, you should be going way harder in everything you're doing, whether it's your diet, your fitness, your stacking your money, like that is gonna pay off. And you're way more prepared in life, man. And I and I know what we're talking about. We're talking about the kids, man. Like we gotta instill these type of mindsets in these kids. So yeah. once they turn 18, they already ready. You 
And you might even have a little bit of bread stacked on, man. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're stacking bread and investing in, in something safe. Like, I love to tell people to start investing in something safe before you, before you go wild volatile. Because you're not going to be happy if you go volatile. Bitch. No, you don't. Like, we... Like me with the Bitcoin, man. I'm still in Bitcoin, man. I'd be mad at the bitch with that joint, man. I'm not gonna lie to you because it's so it's so volatile. And I feel like I could have did something else different with the money, but I'm listening to my homie saying I'm holding it, man. I just be talking my shit sometimes, like God damn, bro. I could have did something way better with this money, man. You told me about this money. Yeah, but we, we, you, we got, you, got, you got to build that risk tolerance up. Yeah, we on the we on the same page. That's why uh, people be coming hollering me about Bitcoin about when they want to get in the game and investing. Always be like, yo, don't do that when you for your first investment, bro. That shit gonna drive you crazy. You gonna be mm-hmm. looking at the, <laughs> you gonna be you gonna you gonna you gonna be you gonna go you gonna go ball because you because you ain't gonna you gonna think that's normal with Bitcoin. That's the, the shit that go through is not normal. That shit be going crazy every single day. You know what I'm saying? When stock, you dealing with stuff in the stock market is much more slower and less volatile. But even like with the stock market, I like to tell people. Like that's why I tweeted yesterday about this account me and D had. We we had this account. For yeah, two yeah, years. yeah, I seen that joke. <laughs> yeah, we had this. We only had this account for two years, bro. It's ten. It's, it's over ten. It's ten bands in it, and we just only we just been putting small amounts of money like, into it. Right? But it added, man. The little numbers add up, like Larry June said. What he said, man? Small numbers add, add up, up man. which is crazy. Oh, they add up just like when you spending them five dollars, man. You spend that five dollars in the store, man. You keep getting enticed by these things and. By the register, do you get enticed by going down all these ads? Like, that's one thing I don't do, bro. I'll make a list, and I don't even go down the electronics. I don't go down certain ads, because I know I need to be down there, man, because I might try to buy something that's not nah. needed. You feel me? Straight up. Mm-hmm. you got to be able to curb your impulses when you're in, that, when you're in Target. Like, women love Target. Even niggas don't really be splurging in Target. Like, shorties be splurging in Target. They got the addiction <laughs> to Target, bro. And I understand, because that Target home section is beautiful. I'm going to tell you, man, them candles... And pillows, all that shit. That's how, that's, and that's why I'm so transparent with it. Because I knew y'all laughing because they've been keeping it 1,000. No, that's why we laughing. We know. We know. That's like a home session. Cold, boy. They got to be finished. That's like a home session. 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 That's not make you money or something new is going to come out and you don't want that anyway. So I just feel like something new is always coming out. So, but new money ain't coming out for your stash. And like your, your, your stash box is not going to print money. So you have to right. put that money in there, man. Don't put the money in another man's pocket. It's not going to piss on you if you're on fire. Mm. Like we said last time, mm. man, we got to keep putting more dollars in our pockets, man. Right. Keep hoarding dollars, man. If it don't, if it don't make dollars and retain dollars, it don't make sense it to me right sense. now, man. It don't make sense, and that's and that's a that's a easy that's an easy model to 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 understand, an easy model to follow. Like everybody, you know what I'm saying. Even if you're not an extremely business minded person, everybody understand the, the 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 philosophy of if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. You know what I'm saying. Don't don't waste your bread on no bullshit. That's why I I want to ask you because uh, we got the another stack season coming up for the people that probably didn't do the first one, for the people that did do the first one and entering in the second one. What's what? First of all, why is stack season so important? And secondly, uh, can you give the listeners some tips for stack season for how they could keep stacking their money and not blowing it during the process? Mm-hmm. What was the first question again? I just heard the second so, one. So, I heard the first one, but I got lost. So, so why why is stack season taking periods of time just to focus on your money and stack your money? Why is that so important? 
Because it teaches you where you can be if you stop fucking around, you feel me? That's just me being brash about it. Like, I was at zero. I mean, I was at three bands, but I had to pay bills. I went back to zero, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I just started piling my money up because I always made good money, man. So it's like once I got my business back on track and then I opened up a new skill, I didn't go spend a new skill money. Like, no, 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 no. We stacking all that money. You got a goal in that. And I feel like for, for stacks, you have to have a goal or you're not going to be as motivated to keep it pushing. You feel me? Whether it's 10,000, 3,000, whatever, whatever goal you feel is not comfortable, but is right out that outside that comfort range. You feel me? If you know you can stack a stack, tell yourself you want to stack two stacks. Like y'all was just talking about shoot for the stars mm. and aim for the cloud. I mean, fall on the cloud, but that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that nonsense. Some people be saying that they, they be skipping, like they'll start stack season late and then like, oh, I started late, late, uh, late December, I mean, late November. So I'll end it late February. That's cool or whatever, but as long as you know that you got to keep it pushing with that stack season, bro. And we already know it's not just about money, but we're going to talk about money right now. And mm-hmm. as far as it being beneficial for you, you realize that, damn, if I got to go to Target, and I need to get, I need to get some paper towels and stuff like that. I'm not about to go to the home set. I'm gonna walk right past that motherfucker. That's something that's gonna deter you from spending that type of money, man. And that's like I was saying with the electronics. You gotta keep yourself away from those temptations. You feel me? Get that list and keep it pushing. Get up out that store, man. Don't be online looking at stuff. And if you are looking online looking at stuff, just add it to your notes on your iPad. I mean, on your uh, on your iPhone notes app. You can do that with the little website. You can just press the little button on. On there and say add the notes and make a wish list, man. And by the time you keep stacking your bread, you you can't afford that thing three, four times or whatever. You don't even want it no more, man. I got a whole wish list full of uh for real hues or like those those good human races, like this like a stack of pair. I don't even want them jumps no more, bro. I could have got them though. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I got a whole wild list. Only thing I got off that list was the pink Gucci hoodie, man. I waited so long to get the uh the pink sweats, bro. It was gone. Man. <laughs> Hey man, but them sweats are like eight hundred dollars, man. You can get them goddamn sweats, man. Right. Just because you can afford it, don't mean you gotta get it right, right. now, man. Because yeah. you can make, you can make that eight hundred dollars bring benefit yourself. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That's real shit. Or something comes up, man. Saying it's eight hundred dollars, nine hundred dollars. You got that in the cut. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing with the stash is, as far as like when you build your stash up, if it's a diet expense or it's to make money, then touch your stash. Don't touch your stash to right. do something that's not needed or try to forget about your stash. That's why we. I feel like you need a separate bank account versus your daily swipe bank account because if it's just in a savings account, bro, you can just immediately transfer it to the checking. It's too easy, bro. Like, one of my first accounts, that, like like I was just saying, like, uh, I started an account 9-11-2018 and I put $25 in it. Then like, a week later, I put two bands in it. I used to sometimes take the money out to make the money, but I put it right back in. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And it got to a point after November 11th or no, no, November 14th, 2018, I didn't take no more money out that account. I just kept putting money in it. You know what I'm saying? And it was usually when I wanted to buy something. Like, man, I want to look at this hoodie. Man, I want to get these shoes. No, nah, man, I'm going to transfer that joint to, this, to the Dream Vacation account. It's not even a Dream Vacation. I just call it Dream Vacation because I never really been on a wild vacation, man. And I just felt like I wanted to name it that because it's like, damn, if I get it to 100 bands, I can go somewhere crazy. <laughs> I, mean, I know I'm not going to spend 100 bands on a vacation, yeah, but it's right. just like having that cushion money. It's really just a cushion a cushion account. I just named it something different, you feel me? And mm-hmm. I don't touch it. It's been over a year, bro. I haven't touched it. It's $20,000 in that account, bro. Mm-hmm. 
and I got other stack accounts just like that, man. And I feel way I feel very accomplished that I haven't withdrew money from an account in over a year, bro. Damn. It's been like fifty five weeks, man. No withdrawals. Like the Wells Fargo app, when I go to the withdrawal section, it don't even show me the last withdrawal. I gotta go to Blink to find out where I was last withdrew, man. That's how me that's how long it's been. They don't even keep track of that job, man. And I just feel way proud of myself because I never did that before, you feel me? A whole year, man, touching some money. <laughs> That's what gotta be in a, uh, in a, in a uh, what is, what's it called, bro? When you, uh, when you withdraw, you gotta pay a penalty, man. No, bro. Yeah. This is something there's no penalty or nothing like that, man. It's, I had full access to that money. The only thing is, I didn't have a debit card, so I had an ATM card, and I knew I wanted to use the ATM card to go withdraw the money. You're right. I wanted to go in the bank and take the money out, you feel me? And you gotta make it harder on yourself a little bit when it comes to stacking that bread and, and keeping it out of reach a little bit more. That's why I want other people to have a different account, whether it's it's a higher savings or just another account that you can, if you really do need that joint, you don't need the weak days to try to get that money. Sometimes it's a real dire situation. They're just going to hold another bank account and they, they get no debit card access. And then if you really need that money, go up in the bank and withdraw that job. Man. Yeah. But it's not, don't do it unless it's dire or to make money, man. It's don't right. do it to go buy some shoes or do, do some wild shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Don't do it. Do not do that shit. Mm-hmm. And especially even if you got, and then when you got that stash money, you got your loose money. You feel me? Like your day to day, that's not bill money, you know what I'm saying? And you can't trick that up, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't be tricking that up because if something happens and then you need rent money because you have to pay for something for your car, you feel me? Now you got to go to the stash. No, we trying to forget about the stash, man. That's one thing I found. We trying to forget about the stash. That's why I went, that's why I went so long a whole year and not touching some money but always adding money to it, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Because I kind of forget about it. Just like when I buy gold, I'm not about to go liquidate the gold. So right. forget about the gold, man. Right. So I got a couple steps of gold, you feel me? We gotta add a whole deterrent of us not spending this type of money that we're stacking, you feel me? Especially mm-hmm. to enjoy ourselves, man. Sometimes enjoyment needs to wait. Because, man, you enjoy yourself during your childhood. It's just not the adult enjoyment, yeah. man. Right, but, man, right. most of us really were enjoying life from 14 to 18. Yeah. Nine times out of 10, you know what I'm saying? If, if you. Because I, I don't want to feel like I'm, I'm marginalizing somebody else that ain't having shit, you know what I'm saying? But. Most of us kids, they had a little side hustle, cutting grass, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or grandmas that loved us and shit like that, man. We, got, we, had, a, we had a little fun, man. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, once you turn 18, you started having way more fun probably, man. Oh, and yeah. no that question. affects your drive, that affects your hustle, that affects your money, that affects your habits. That affects everything in your life, man, if you're not doing beneficial things, you feel me? Yeah, that's real, that, that, that's some real shit, man. And with, like... The stuff you like, and even with like something Tara said on the podcast, when she was like, "It's really not the places you're going; it's the people you with that make it fun." You know what I'm saying? So you could pretty much yeah. be anywhere. You with the right group of people, you go enjoy yourself. So you can't look at it always from "I gotta spend all this money to go here and do this, here and do this." Especially if you ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? Just keep stacking a little money you got and, and get around good people that you can enjoy your time. You're gonna have a good time. Yeah. And you know, Bali cheap to go. Bali cheap. And I can't go to Bali, but I heard Bali is really cheap, and you can live nice. I mean, you can you can be out there and do yeah, real nice things for a couple hundred dollars, mm-hmm. stack or whatever. It's not really expensive to go to Bali, mm-hmm. and that's an experience like that's something you should wait on, man. It's nice to know that you can do that, man. But when you got that bread, and when you can do it, it's even better it's because even like, better. Man, let me just keep getting this bread. Let me keep doing this. Let me keep doing beneficial things. Bali can wait. Bali ain't going nice. nowhere. You feel me? Yeah. 
For real. It, it's, it's, it's so much better when you go on these vacations with the bread because you come back home and you feel good. Ain't nothing worse than going on vacation. You, ain't got no, you come back and you home. And you're making money while you on vacation. That's money. even better because I was making money while I was making bread. I made $2,300. Soon I left off the plane, man. Because I had lost somebody almost $10,000. You feel me? For a new venture. You feel me? And he gave me my return. But he told me he had my return. Basically. So you are, you and like and the same day. Because I, I loaned him the money like, I want to say about. 40 days before Vegas, or like maybe like three weeks right before uh, we did uh, the Millionaire Mindset, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And he texted me while I'm on the plane, but I didn't have the Wi Fi. So when I landed, I see the text, like, bro, I got your return and your capital. What? That, that's lit, you know what I'm saying? And I ain't spent none of the time with that money in uh, goddamn Vegas, man. See? Mm-hmm. And that's not a dime, bro. See, that's how you. I went all these places and I looked at all these stores and I didn't buy nothing out of them stores. And the only thing I was doing was drinking daggers and eating Kobe beef, man. <laughs> Jake, <laughs> hey, hey, drinking daggers. Kobe beef, something. Pressure. That's the pressure, man. One day we live out there in Cali, man. Because when your homie sent me up, man, your homie Trey, man. Yeah, that's know, what that's my dude. Of course, the sergeant, man. Yeah, yeah that's great. So I like that, man. You're a sergeant in that. I like that, Trey. <laughs> yeah. No pressure, no man. Because it ain't easy, man. It ain't easy. Everybody think this shit easy, but everybody think becoming a star, right? and that's and that's and that's my dude like we go way back to we came up together bro like we was we like yeah, from, yeah, the, from the bottom and together that's like, oh, right, that's a homie. Right, yeah. we, go, we, go, we go one day we go eat yeah. some good food man chop up some money man yeah we started from we we literally came here and started from on ground zero pretty broke as fuck for real so i seen i seen him i seen him level up and he about to get out now do his own shit and the same thing happened for me so we we I always we we always salute each other because we we know where the fuck we came from. We we both from the Midwest, from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we already we 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 got the same similar background, similar experiences. So we always like yeah, we big up each other all. So that's that's my nigga. Oh, that's yeah. Man. yeah, yeah. He hit me up about that joint, and I love it because it's like I know you only keep good people around you. Facts. You, you only know authentic authenticity Facts. around you. You feel me? Right. So like, all right, so I jumped at the, the idea as soon as you hit me up, you feel me? Hell yeah. Just like when your other homie hit, you, hit me up about it with the, uh, trying to get into the legal weed industry, he was just trying to figure out yeah, yeah, yeah. a way, a way bigger, a uh, way bigger, uh, easier way to get into it. Like, like that's your homie. Hey, but I'm gonna hit him up. Like, you know, I'm easy. Yeah. Chop it up with him for a couple hours. I mean, uh, like an hour, an hour, hour, 30 minutes on, uh, I was at the airport, man. They know nothing about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's your homie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's just based off base card of me having, mm-hmm. knowing what your base card is. And I base it off that, you know what I'm saying? And it won't let me help those type of people, man. So if anybody telling me they they, they know you and they came from where you came yeah. from and y'all was homies from the, from the jump and you said he Gucci, man, it ain't nothing about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, yeah, that's how, that's how I'm supposed to be. That's, that's, that's cold right there. Salute to you for that shit, for real. That's real. And, uh, uh, I forgot. Yeah, for another question I have for you is, you know, going to the next season, for the people who don't know, just like give it like a heads up to everything that, that uh we got coming for sack season things they could be looking out for and shit like that. Uh we're start getting more emails on man. It's been kinda of hard, bro. We've been working, man. You be working, I be working. Yeah, you already know. And it's just it's just a it's a lot harder to get that way more actionable content out. You know, we don't want to have past no email. Right, we ain't email. right. Every exactly. email we ever sent was was framed. Facts. Whether the club email, whether you did or whether I did or what Deanna did. You know what I'm saying? So it's like nah, it's I don't want to be subpar with it and just drop some static on that. Some bullshit. Yeah, so, <laughs> I can I can tweet that joke. I don't need to I don't need to email that joke. Right, right. But we like uh 
I, I I want to say this real quick. We definitely for the people that don't know this, we we ain't spoke we ain't spoke about it. We just talked about it between me and you. Is we gonna have some merch coming out as well, and that shit gonna be hey. that shit gonna be definitely fire, and it's gonna be basically relating to all the shit we've been talking about, the shit we've been kicking in the podcast, Hugo tweets, my tweets, all that shit like that. We gonna have the merch come out that's definitely in support of uh, Stack Season. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I still want people to be stacked season, so it's like I feel like we should be doing limited releases. Limited releases, right? You got it, you got it. You know what I'm saying? It's facts. But other than that, you got to wait till you got to wait a little while, exactly. man. And it's not going to be hard for you to get some merch, man. It's not going to be awesome. It ain't gonna be oh, on no bullshit. Nah, nah. You're gonna be able to get it. It's just gonna be a little limited, man. Because mm-hmm. we still want y'all to stack. It's not gonna be on no hypocrite shit. Fact. Just trying to make some money off somebody. Man, we already get money. Ain't no thing. Ain't right. Money. Exactly. Exactly. Straight up. Like we ain't. We, we ain't. We, I want people. We gonna want people to realize we ain't just doing no merch to make no money off motherfuckers. We doing this merch because this represent. This a lifestyle for real. So when you see yeah. motherfuckers out and they might have on some some stack season merch, you already know what it is. You know what that person represents. Yeah, like, Straight up. Because when I start rapping that joint, man, say I ain't know like that's just gonna it's just gonna it's gonna it's gonna expand it outside of just people telling their friends and stuff like that. It's gonna be way more way more widespread because somebody even if they know about stack season on the timeline, they see somebody got them near the column that got their stack season on fifty I mean stack season video on or whatever on. They're like, God damn he really out here doing this shit. Let me get on my shit. And that's only that's one of the main things I try to focus on is me expanding that influence and expanding that Yeah, that's the real and like uh one thing about you what I realized is that you that you really do got influence. You really got influence because Cause I and I feel like it's because you be so real with it, and you from an angle where people can relate to. You know what I'm saying? You talk about where you come from. Cause a lot of people, a lot of people, with the, the way they do shit, especially when it comes to branding, is they so focused on trying to sell something or trying to look a certain way. But when you looking that way, you so out of reach now. But you know what I'm saying? Even though niggas know you're not broke, you're getting money, but it's still like okay, he, he you know what I'm saying? Similar background, similar issues, like you said. A lot of us, we started on ground zero hell below ground zero. And to come out of it, you see it, you be like, damn, I identify with that. He had fuck-ups. He ain't get on his ground till he was 23, 24. Damn, I'm 22. Yeah, let me get on this shit, man. I'm 18. God damn, bro. I'm just in the, I'm just in the real world, man. Fact. I mean, I fucked up in the real world, man. I was fucking up when I was in high school. I was fucking up a little bit when I was in middle school, man. I could have did better. All right, it's cool. It's not really a live and learn thing. It's just like, I'm about to get on my shit, man. And... I'm gonna tell my, I'm gonna teach my younger nephew, like, bro, no, nah, bro. Remember when I was talking about back then, man? Now I'm here. You feel me? If you do it now, you know what I'm saying? You could be where I am maybe two, three years earlier. You feel me? And that's just breaking the cycle, bro. I want to break that cycle so bad, mm. man. Cause I know the youngest will listen to this. You see them results, man. Certain people aren't gonna listen for a while, and it's just what it is. They're gonna have to live through it, like you said, with the harsh mm-hmm. experience. But I want to lessen the life's harsh experiences right. that you learn from your predecessors, man. Right. Forget the history books with with all that other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? We are we are history, man. We are the predecessors. So it's like the people that are younger us need to take way more heed to our mistakes and realize, like, I'm not special. Like, even if I do the same thing, you know what I'm saying? I might get the same result, man, or even worse. You feel me? So I might as well not do it at all. You feel me? When somebody's transparent about it, because everybody's not transparent about their mistakes, man. So when somebody's no, no. transparent. 
used to take heed, you feel me? Because mm-hmm. a lot of people just show you the good, man. They don't show you the bad, man. They show you both. Because I know how it is, man. I know that a motherfucker only showing you the good. You're like with the rap song, man. If they only show you the good, yeah, all these good money, all these, all these women, and all these parties and all that. But they ain't showing you what they went through and shit like that, bro. They ain't Straight up. How they, how they ain't had shit. Sleeping on the mattress, probably broke. Lost some bread. Cause, cause that's the one thing. You in business, you gonna lose bread. Everybody don't speak on that part, though. You know what I'm saying? You going, that's just how it goes. You gonna lose money, whether it's hundreds, thousands. You gonna, you, you gonna go through those. And I let people know what I lose, man. Right. It's a lot of money sometimes, but that's just because of the level that you, when you increase your, when you increase your income, man, you increase the risk you take, you feel me, right. to make more money. So you're gonna lose more money, maybe. You feel me? Sometimes right. you make a bad move. You feel me? I'm, I don't loan some people some money or invested some money in some people and they, they're going to pay me back, but it's just like, the venture failed, you feel me? And I, I don't chalk it up as a full loss, but I'm not, I'm not fully counting on that money to come back anytime soon, you feel me? Because they have to fully shake back, you feel me? So it's like, it is what it is. Mm. Yeah. And it's just like, you're going to lose that bread sometimes, man. And it's like, you got to, you might look accustomed to it now because you're never going to be fully accustomed to it. It's going to fuck you up, man. It can fuck up your mental. And that's why, all these other beneficial things with the gym and stuff like that, man. I thought I missed. I thought I had misplaced sixteen, uh, sixteen hundred dollars, twenty six hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? I was doing some math, my bank accounts and stuff like that. And I had figured out what I did with it, but I didn't want to go to the gym at first, bro. Nope, I won't. No, I was mad as hell, bro, because I took a loss that I shouldn't have taken. Well, I thought I took a loss. You know what I'm saying? But eventually, I went to the back into that gym. And I'm still keeping it pushing, you feel me? No matter what's going on in your life, you got to keep it pushing, man. Whether it's good or bad, man. Keep that beneficial in your life. Don't wallow, man. You can cry for five minutes, but, man. You can get back to being a gangster. Mm. That's just how it is, man. I mean, man, you know how you know I am with the perspective, man. You got it. Even if uh, if you're not a gangster, man, you got to keep the gangster, man. I know what you mean. That's what you're doing, you feel me? Yeah. You're like, I'm bigger. I'm taking that quote. Yeah, you going to cry, cry for five minutes, but get back to some gangster shit for real. Because you can't wallow your whole life, man. Like, like, it was was the point in my life, man. That's why I try to just be transparent with it, man. I was so fucked up, bro. I ain't, I ain't, I missed out on like, that's, that's when I, that's, that's when I was making, I don't know what I was making, I was making decent money and I missed the whole week, bro. I just laid in bed, bro. And that was, that was that, I don't know if it was seasonal depression or it was the full blown depression, bro. I just didn't want to leave the bed. I didn't do nothing. I didn't answer the phone for nobody. Don't tweet. I wasn't doing nothing, bro. And I was just laying there wilding and just in sadness, you feel me? And I had to mm. come about that shit, man. Because when you're wilding, it's not the beneficial. It's free to wild, but it's not. It's going to cost you time. It's going to cost you. It's going to cost you mental sanity. It's going to. Yeah. It's, it's not a. It's not a good coping mechanism. No, it's not. You know what I'm that's why. That's why you can you can be in tune with your feelings and be man, cry it out for five minutes, man. Get back to pushing like Rick Ross right. said, man. Yeah. He was doing that car wash shit and all that other shit, man. And when Nipsey said, the only thing about me that's different from other people is I didn't give up. That's one of the things I I just didn't give up, man. I wanted to give up, man. I've been suicidal. I almost pulled the trigger, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? But no, my nigga, I keep it pushing, man. And I know it's easier said than done, but you got to do it, man. You can't. Because life's going to pass you by regardless, especially if you're wrong. And then I mean, just life's just passing you by. Passing you by. You just ass all kind. That's real. And I don't, I don't try to make I don't try to make light of nothing mental, man. That shit is real as hell. But you gotta get about that, John, man. You got it. It's no. It's whether you keep it, whether you drown in your work or whatever, man. I drowned in my work and just did a lot of self reflection to try to 
come up out of my darkness, basically. You mm-hmm. know? I still got dark times, man. I was eating healthy. Yeah. I had a whole dark time the other day. You feel me? I'm like, that's some real shit like you said we all got them even if you on your p's accused on your shit you still got demons it's just that you ain't allowing them to beat you you stand you stand that's why we preach, stay on your money, stay mentally sharp, stay in the gym. Cause you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. hard for those demons to defeat you when you on your shit. When you down right. and out and you, you know what I'm saying, ain't on your shit in your sorrow moments, that's when them them demons come back up and they start winning. So you gotta be on your shit. Cause like you said, everybody got them. We all got them. Ain't no, you know what I'm saying, they gonna stay with you forever. But it's just is you on your shit to where it's not affecting you. You above it. You in control. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. that's that's all it is. That's real right there. That's real game for real. Cause they're like, I just want people more in control of their lives versus their employer being in control of their lives. It's one thing for your employer to run you at the job, but he shouldn't be able to run you in your spare time and in your life. You, mm. feel. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's mm. why you can know, overpay all say with the battle, man, boss your life. But it's boss not just life. about being the boss to other people. You can be the boss of your own life, man. I don't know if we talked about this last time, but I know I tweet on the timeline a lot, like being the boss of your own life, and that inspires other people like me being the boss of my own life inspires other people to boss the fuck up, man. It, it inspires them to stagger, it inspires them to get on this finish shit, because that's when I'm on, so I'm like, damn, he on it, I'm on it, you know what I'm saying? And that entails, you can become a boss of other people, man, when you're the boss of your own life, because other people are inspired by you. They see that you're on your shit, man. They you're on your shit at the job, but you're on your shit outside of the job, too. You know what I'm saying? You're building yourself up to be more valuable to other companies and yourself, you feel me? To the point that you can walk away from a job like, hey, fuck y'all, I'm out here, you know what I'm saying? I, got, I can go get a home and a better job, man. I was with y'all trying to just stack it out with y'all, man, keep y'all down. But y'all don't need me, man. I don't need y'all. Y'all need me, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, I'm out, you know what I'm saying? And you, you're just more valuable. I just feel like that's why your spare time is everything, man. Build yourself up in your spare time, man. Or build yourself up on the employer's time in your spare, I mean, not the spare time, but on your employer's time, man. And you know, some people got desk jobs, man. They can tweet. They can tweet all day. <laughs> and build yourself up while you're playing on that goddamn phone, man. You know what I'm hey, You get paid to build yourself up, man. That's real. That's, that's one of the best things you can do. You got a whole stable nine to five, then you got your spare time, man. You can literally, and you can literally come up like that, man. Like, people that have nine to fives are one of the, that's people that they, they can get into the three pillars of wealth like you can't say in, uh, in the podcast. Because at first, I didn't even know what they were. You feel me? Yeah. I knew about investing. I knew about real estate properties, real asset properties, and uh, entrepreneurship. But I didn't know there were three, the three pillars of wealth. Yeah. And when I found that, I'm like, damn, man, that's what the Jews be doing. That's what they've been doing for years. Forever. Forever. You know what I'm saying? And they teach their kids to do it. You know what I'm saying? And Terry was saying, she might have said it on the timeline, but she was saying that some of these, a lot of these properties in the U.S., uh, the owners are overseas, bro. Yep. And it's like, what? Man, why are you getting the U.S. money? We all live over here. And I ain't getting no U.S. money. Man, let me get some property. Let me get some. Let me start owning something. Man, we got to have way more ownership because you, money talks and ownership talks, man. Mm-hmm. When you just a pawn, like, nobody's going to listen to the pawn, even if it's 100 pawns, bro. You're not, if you don't have no resources, nobody's going to listen to Nobody going to listen to you, bro. It's like, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's why I feel like, uh, a lot of the black people, a lot of black community issues don't get solved because we just voice our opinion through just talking shit. We talk a lot of shit in our community. We just, everybody yeah, we t- for- <laughs> talking shit, yeah. but ain't nobody putting no money in. Action. 
We just wait for government intervention. That's all it is. That's all it is. We, we speaking on injustice and waiting for change. No, we have to start initiating this change. Exactly. And if we, only, we only can do that if we are building ourselves up and then coming together. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because if we are together, we got a little money behind us, we got a little influence behind us, we got ownership behind us. You got to listen. You got to. like what she was saying, listen, you were saying with the town, you feel me, or uh, that, that section by uh, Tyler Perry Studio, you feel me? Yeah. If people own a lot more property over there or own businesses and stuff like that, you have a say-so on what goes on over there. Yeah, that's no. what like with the game, you know what I'm saying? If you got territory over there, you run shit, and your game runs shit, you know what I'm saying? Can't no new motherfucker just come over there and do nothing yeah, and say, man, well, I want to build up a condominium over here. What you mean? You ain't no damn condominium over here. We run this shit. We own this shit. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everything that's illegal translates into legal shit because the illegal thing is a man-made law, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's why all these rappers and stuff like that, even if well, the ones that did do it, you know what I'm saying? We can give out the, I guess, the best example is Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? You see that he translated his dope boy mindset into the business mindset, yeah, and mindset. it was very easy. It was a very easy transition because he's been in sales his whole life. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's not, it's not hard at all. You've been in sales, you've been in marketing, without really knowing you in those type of things because you don't know the terms, for it, but you know what you're doing in the streets. You know what I'm saying? And that easily translates over. All you had to do was make it really economical. I'm saying, get that terminology down. For sure, so, get that terminology. You good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's just, man, that's just so real, man. It like, like, like that's why I always try to get people to understand. At the end, of, this America, bro. This is a business. This nation is a business. So it it, it behooves you to be business minded if you're living in a business right. country. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it don't make no sense to have no business sense living in America. You gonna lose. You go, you know, right. you always gonna be at the bottom because you don't understand business and you in the business right. fucking country. So, it's and, uh, what is it called? I don't know if you listen to that Star Leader, but he gives up a lot of these type of quotes and stuff like that. He had he had somebody ever say like, "America is set up for entrepreneurship, and you're not going to be an entrepreneur elite." And right. like the the entrepreneur can take a prostitute all the way around the world, as long as he calls her secretary. It's a try <laughs> But the baby, but the, but the mother and kid would have trouble getting getting milk and food and stuff like that. You feel me? And that's that's just their ass facts. You know what I'm saying? That's not to downplay somebody that's in true poverty. But entrepreneurship is the biggest welfare system in America, man. They, they get tax breaks. You, if you create dollars for other people, you get tax breaks. You get way more incentives than just being an employee. Fact. Nothing's wrong with being an employee, but you should be able to generate dollars on your own too. Fact. Whether it's Owning the business, if you don't want to be a business owner, get somebody else some running business for you. You don't, you don't want to property, you don't want to manage property, get a property right. manager. But there's no reason you shouldn't have your hands in these pillars of wealth. That's the biggest cop out in the world. Now I'm saying I don't like that shit because realizing that other races are in these pillars of wealth and they and they've been doing it for generations to the point that. Even the kids know, like, damn, I gotta do this, you know what I'm saying? Because this is, this is where the money is, you know what I'm saying? I want us to be like that, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna take some time, given, but I know that we can do it because we are very powerful, man. And I love how people tell us, I know how people brag about us being powerful, but I hate how they bring in the plates with it, you feel me, or bring in the systematic. We already know that's there, that's just an obstacle, bro. We push it through obstacles. Me, you, me, you, hundreds of people have pushed through this obstacle, man. And if you got the wiggle room to do it, you can push through it too, man. You got financial wiggle room, you can push through any obstacle, man. Whether you're a felon, whether you're not a felon, especially if you're not a felon, you can do it. You know oh, yeah. It's just real you, shit. You ain't no you're not even, you not even blackballed out here. You know what I'm saying? 
what I'm saying? Yeah, like for real, like, bro. Yeah, it is. Like, like, I, like I always say, I'll be saying, I'll be telling motherfuckers, I'll be like, bro, ain't nobody putting a putting a gun to your head telling you don't do no business. Ain't nobody putting a gun to your head say you can't buy a property. Ain't nobody putting a gun to your head say don't save money, don't link up with other people yeah. that, that that put y'all money together and do shit. Ain't nobody stopping you. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? ain't nobody yeah. putting no guns in your head to goddamn tell you to go buy some dumb shit that ain't gonna make you no money. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. There's so, no guns in your head. You are only as strong as your own mental strength, man. If you are easily persuaded by some by some by some advertising to go buy some shit that ain't about to make you no money, that's on you. You know what I'm You need to build your own self up, build your mental strength up to be able to resist those type of things that only focus on beneficial things. So you can do what the fuck you want to do with the other shit, man. That's why we do this shit, man. People think that you got you got to be thugging around for ten years and not. And baby, I feel like people think you got to do stack season for ten years. No, my nigga, you can treat yourself, man. Just do it strategically, it's easy, man. man. Mm-hmm. You know so that's why I be telling people like, bro, I didn't buy no Gucci until I was up fifty bands. It's like, why buy Gucci when you ain't got no bands? Just because you make money, you know what I'm saying? Just because say you make six figures a year, that don't mean you can just go buy some Gucci if you can't even retain. Half of that money, you feel me? For you know real. Because if it don't retain dollars, it don't make sense to me. Yeah, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. But I'm like, I'm like, I like retaining them dollars, man. Mm. I like the blue hunters. I like them assets. I like them gold bars, man. So don't put me on that gold. That's what I'm trying to fuck up that gold. <laughs> I, knew, I just knew that I wasn't about to take it to a jeweler and liquidate it. That's a dire situation. situation. That was a major investment that I knew it was going to pay off. That I was just going to rebuy the gold. You feel me? So like, you gotta be smarter with this money. Don't play tic tac toe like we said in the last yeah, episode, man. You gotta start playing chess with this money, man. Because mm-hmm. every reaction has every action has a reaction, man. And we wanna have we wanna have beneficial reactions to what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because right. right. you can you can be, you can be a you can have a king mindset, but you got porn like action, my nigga. You're not gonna be able to do no piece of the porn. Man, that's and I said that on the time. Yeah, that's cold right there. I mean, you came out said, but doing pawn like actions. You still, you still a pawn at the end of the day because you doing pawn. Yeah. All that matters at the end of the day is your actions for real. Fuck what you, fuck what you say. Fuck what you think. What you doing? Like, what, you know what I'm saying? What really are you doing out here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> people talk a lot, man. People do all this beneficial talk, but if your actions ain't matching, man, it really don't mean shit out here, man. Don't that's why I felt being on that. He wasn't really bashing the mindset thing, but he was more like, bro, mindset don't mean shit without no action, you know what I'm saying? And I really agree with him, you feel mm-hmm. me? You know what I'm saying? Because the action is what's going to make the change, you know what I'm saying? The mindset is the, maybe the first thing, That's but the, the action, if you're not making those sound actions every day, you know what I'm saying? Staying on your P's and Q's, keeping it, keeping it pushing forward until you feel like it's time to fuck around for a second, you know what I'm saying? Why you still keeping it pushing? But you want you want the beneficial to fully outweigh the detrimental, you know what I'm saying? It should be like a nine-to-one ratio. You know what I mean, not no 50-50, not no 60-40, no especially not no 20-40 the other way. You know I mean? Not no 20-80 the other way. Like, no, nah, bro. Yeah. You got to be way more disciplined, way more beneficial in your actions with this shit, man. You feel like you deserve this type of thing, but you don't deserve that shit yet, man. You just went to work and went home, man. What the fuck you deserve, bro? <laughs> Real, listen, man, no real shit, though. I, I know that nine to five work is, that shit, wow, and it's, it, and it's stressful, but that don't mean you got to trick your earned income up, because if you're tricking your earned income up, that, that's why your boss runs you when you're outside of your job, because you are tricking up your earned income. You depending on him to be able to fuel your wants and your needs, man. That's not the other way around, you know what I'm saying? Because if you, if you use the earned income to build yourself up with investments or with, with a skill that they can actually increase your income at the job, 
it's another way that's you your spare time changing your life, man. It don't matter if you go to work or you sell work or you shake ass or whatever, man. But you change your life in your spare time. That's how I feel about it. It don't matter what you do, man. Legal or illegal, man. You change your life in your spare time because you're just gonna be you're just gonna be a coin, you're just gonna be average or below average if you aren't taking certain steps that other people aren't taking. Everybody aren't taking these steps, and that's why everybody doesn't get results, man. People make good money and don't do what they should be doing with the money, man. Mm-hmm. Like we see hundreds of people, we see those, we see those charts all the time of people making a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars a year. And you don't have no money. Bro. How the fuck do I no goddamn money, bro? <laughs> no, bro, that shit made me sick, man. I just seen those shows like vacations, new $100,000 car, $750,000 house, all this. First of all, bro, you paying somebody else on a fixed mortgage 30 years for a property you're not about to make no money off of unless you sell it. Yes, it, might, yes, it would appreciate or it might appreciate, you know what I'm saying? But you giving somebody, you giving an entity 82% return on their investment if the APR is like, between 3.7 and 4%, you know what I'm saying? You are giving somebody 82% of their investment, return on their investment, because they bled you dry for 30 years. Like, nah, bro, why you got all these high-ass mandatory expenses, you know what I'm saying? That's why you can't keep your money. It's one thing to be able to go buy Gucci and go buy weed. You can quit that cold check. You can't quit no mortgage, bro. You know what I'm saying? You can't quit no car note, you know what I'm saying, unless you want that job on your credit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, those mandatory expenses, I keep the mandatory expenses low, bro. And that's how I keep a lot of my money. Mm. And I don't let people feel entitled to my money. Right. I help people, but I don't let nobody feel entitled to my money. I don't touch the stash money for nobody. Not even my mama, unless she needed that job. I touch the stash money for the kid. But I don't touch the stash money for nobody unless it's dire, man. And that's one reason why it's hard for me to fall off now because I'm way wiser with my stash money, way wiser with my money in general, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I treat myself, I got me some diamonds, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like the diamonds was an asset because he even told me the tennis braces appreciate, so I went and got me a nice new tennis bracelet, man. And that was a strategic, strategic, strategic uh, splurge, man. Mm-hmm. A strategic, uh, just treating myself, man. You gotta be way more strategic with it. Just as you don't wait every two weeks to ball out, man. It's one thing to wait every two weeks to build yourself up and just, keep adding some more beneficial things to your spare time and to your investments and stuff like that. But to wait every two weeks to borrow out? No, that's not the way. That's why you got to wait every two weeks, bro. Yeah. Uh, so you're stuck in a cycle, bro. You don't want to be in no cycle, whether it's legal or illegal, man. You know how many people are with that re-up to re-up, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and they're comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? You can't be comfortable out here, man. The, the, the guy who said this shit, man, he said, the worst niggas to be around is comfortable niggas, man. Or something like that. And I just felt that shit, man. No, the most dangerous nigga is a comfortable nigga. It was on that new Mazi and uh, his cousin. Uh, Mazi and, uh, and uh, the dude that be uh, rap battling. Battle rapper, yeah. That's yeah. his real cousin and shit, man. And he had Nipsey on uh, one of the last songs, man. Just talking about the survival mode and yeah. shit like that. And I love it. I always play it. I record it. I post it on the timeline sometimes, Sue Surf. man. Sue Surf. Uh, Sue Surf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. But they got a song on there called uh, Play It Safe at the End. And Nipsey was talking about when you're in survival mode, you're not really thinking about your morality or something like that. And I just, I just fully understood that shit because I was in survival mode in 2012. I had to come about that shit, though, man. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know, I just like when Nipsey talking shit on other niggas' songs. Yeah, yeah, he always. Way do. Beneficial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That shit real. And 
Like, cause I, I got onto that, cause I was talking about that. I was talking about how morals don't really matter when you at the bottom, when you ain't got shit. You ain't, you ain't, you don't give a fuck about morals, cause you was like in survival mode. And somebody sent me that link, and I was like, damn, that's dope. Like, cause he was, he's basically saying the same shit. And I'm like, that's, cause that's the truth. Like, if you at the bottom, you don't give a fuck. That's why if you go through the hood, it be so many niggas robbing, cause they trying to come up. They don't give a fuck about robbing, even if it's a fucking. A pregnant woman, it don't, give, it don't matter what the fuck the situation is, because morals yeah. is irrelevant. It, the situation is irrelevant. It's just, I'm trying to get up out of this. And if you go to be the victim, so fucking be it. That's how some people feel. That. And, and when you, and that's true, that's just not, that's not just not in America, that's worldwide. You know what I'm saying? You can anywhere in the world where people that's in survival mode and you look like prey, you gonna be victimized, bro. That's as simple as that. That's right. <laughs> Straight up. So that's 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 real. So at the end of the day, if you don't want to be in survival mode, you know what I'm saying. You don't want to get to that point where you not because that's when you get to that load, you not like really human at that point because you lack empathy. You lack, you know what I'm saying. You don't sorrow for others, so you you never want to get to that level where you just that bad down. You know what I'm saying? It's really everybody. It's like everybody but my niggas. That's mostly how people feel about when they survive and all like that. Facts. And sometimes it's fuck they niggas. Exactly. If it's some wild niggas, some 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 wild motherfuckers out here that think like that, but they 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 dudes could be victims when they on on grimy mode trying to come up. (laughs) For for real, that's that's some heavy game, bro. That's that's deep, man. And only uh. Only had uh, one more question, or I don't even know if it's like a question, cause like this, this one I like when you come on, cause it's like real. The time be going by so fast, and it, it just be like conversation. <laughs> it don't even be like no, it don't be no interview or nothing. It just no, be it's us. Real talk. It just be real talk for real. Yeah, it just be real talk. But so uh, what? What I want to ask now is like for for the person that's listening to this, and they hear this, they probably heard the first episode, or maybe they didn't hear the first episode, and they. It's one thing you want them to take away from this conversation. What would that be? To see where I came from and know that I always kept it pushing, man. No matter what the fuck I went through, I always kept it pushing, man. And I'm always getting into more bigger and beneficial things in my life, even if it's something so small as the gym, which is only, I paid 20 bucks a month, man. That's Netflix and that's like Disney Plus, bro. I'm not saying cut out the Netflix and the Disney Plus, man, but if you got twenty dollars, man, or whatever it costs, bro, go in the gym, man. You're gonna feel better about yourself. You're gonna be way more confident. That's another thing, man. With the gym, man, I'm way more confident, man. My confidence went up two points on the on the uh, on the scale, and my imposter syndrome went down two points. But mm. I'm real self conscious, even though I know I'm successful, all that shit, bro. I'm self conscious as a bitch about this shit. You know what I'm saying, but. The more, the more I level up and the more I'm getting into the gym and doing way beneficial things in my life, that shit is becoming more eliminated in my life, you feel me? And I know other people are like that because I see it on the time like people talk about it. They didn't know what the term was at first, but they realized that, like, damn, I suffer from that too. And I don't know, bro, just keep it, just keep it pushing. Whatever you got going on in life, whatever you're trying to do in life, keep it pushing. Whether it's building that new skill. And you know that that skill is what getting, what's getting other people out of poverty or out of just self-imposed struggling in general. You know what I'm saying? Do that, man. You got to do that, man. You got to keep it pushing. You got to build yourself up to get into newer things, man. Mm, that's, uh, I love that, man. And, mm. and, 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 the, and then wrapping up, for the people who don't know, they don't follow you on Twitter, they don't follow you on IG or whatever, let them know where they can find you and all that good stuff. 
Um, uh, Twitter is SSZN Hugo, like stack season, but it's shorted out with the abbreviation. And then my Twitter is Count Up DJ. Okay, and that, that's pretty much. And I definitely advise everybody to follow Hugo because he kick out game every single day. And it's just like I said, it's, it's like it's like this episode where it's not like. It's like conversational. It's, it's super easy to relate to when you when you read his shit. It's like, damn, I relate to that. I reckon, especially if you a young black dude or a young black person in general, you're like, okay, I identify this. I know where you're coming from with this. So, it's, so I advise everybody to definitely follow him and be on a. Let them know about uh, the next uh, stack season too. The next stack season starts February 16th, and then the next one after that is like May 15th or something like that. It's basically around the same type of date. It's not saying mid February, mid May. Mid-August, it's the second year anniversary, man. Big things happening. Thanks, man. I don't know what we're going to do. We got to do some big plans. Yeah. We got to do something. Just stacked on that. We're going to have to do a... Uh... I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna have to do like a stack season conference or something. I know people will attend that shit. No, real shit. Like people will come through for that, bro. Because that, that I believe really, it though. Yeah, I believe it. Some through. of the people we changed so many people's lives with that drum, man. Like yeah. bro, people. Some some dude showed me a hundred bands, bro. You know what I'm saying? In the DMs, like he showed me his deposit uh, slip. I'm like, bro, what the hell you mean? Stack season doing that drum? That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Two months, three, three months. <laughs> he, was, he was grinding for real. <laughs> no, that's no. Nah. Oh, God, God damn. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I know people. I ain't people ain't seen show me nothing like that, but people be hitting me up, showing me how they went from fifteen hundred to now they got eight bands. Shit, like, I'll be like, yo. And that's good, man. I, I wish like they got comfortable showing on the timeline yet, but I right, wish right. they were because you know it'll inspire somebody else. It's like almost at near the bottom, or got a little bit of wiggle room, but can't believe it. Like, I came up from that. You feel me? Like, no, like, there's this levels to this flexion shit, and all flexing is beneficial when it comes to this because you're not complacent with it. You know, Facts. that's not where you're going to stay. You're going to keep going up, you know what I'm saying? Facts. And showing somebody else that little $5,000, man, it's going to inspire them to mm-hmm. maybe more than me so they tell them to get on their shit so they can listen to me more, so they can listen to my homies more, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, above me, you know what I'm saying? It's levels to this shit, and you can't just listen to the top dog all the time, you know what I'm saying? Because it's not it's not really relatable at the time, because you're in a whole different setting right now, you know what I'm saying? You need, you need your peer to show you, like, yeah, bro, he really did ass right with this shit, man. I did it, you can do it too. Yeah, and, then, like, and when it comes to the flex, especially from people like us, it ain't got shit to do with shitting on another person. When we do that shit, uh-huh. it's really, really promoted, like, ins- inspiration for real, to show you, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I ain't have shit a couple of years ago. You know what I'm saying? You can you can you can do this too. All you gotta do is get on your shit, grind it out, stay down. You know for months. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't be buying off impulse. You gonna have your money right too. So that's what that, that's why when you show people when there's people on the timeline like us showing that shit, I want people to understand they got nothing to do with us on some cocky shit trying to shit on motherfuckers. Cause I, I would never shit on somebody because I know what it feel like to not have no money for real. So I already know you know what I'm saying. I I would never do that. So that's just. Strictly for for inspiration for real. So you see that shit, you like, all right. I was just at the store. I'm about to it's real out here. It's real out here. For real, it's people out here really yeah. getting to it. Like, and, and the things we tweet, like the flexes, don't even compare to the amount of tweets that we give off with beneficial information. You know exactly. The flex is just a visual, so so you see so it, you like, see, like yeah, okay, this is true yeah. facts. Like this is what doing this gets you. You feel me? 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, cause it's like certain things I couldn't, I couldn't feel like I could afford at first. Now, like, bro, because you ain't following me when I was in 2012, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. Yeah, like, it was like the people that did follow me back then, they realized, like, damn, bro, he's really, really at the bottom. And now he's all the way up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I saw it happen over the seven years. You feel me? And it's just, and I'm so transparent with it on the timeline to the point that, like, they know what I'm doing to get where I need to be as far as beneficial-wise, not spending money, not doing dumb shit, being way more mindful of my spare time and allocating it and using every minute to my advantage almost, you feel me? Yes, I be chilling, but at the same time, I be working. So not just not just working eight hours a day. No, bro, I'm putting that time in outside of your job. You got to do it, man. Whether it's an hour a day and not start with an hour a day, man, it's not that hard, man. If you got that hour, that means you know you got that hour. Dedicate that hour to that, man. Whether it's the gym or whether it's building yourself up, man, you got to start dedicating the time to it, man. Because time flies, man. Why you bullshitting, man? Time flying. Why you putting that work in, too? Sometimes you just don't see it at first, you know what I'm saying? But when you start seeing those results, it's way easier to stay dedicated to something I feel like. You feel me? Mm. Deep, man. And that's why you gotta let your end goals fuel your current position. You feel me? Because I want to be that. I want to have. I want to make that M next year. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a little hard sometimes that that damn thing I can do it, but I know that I gotta focus on that goal and keep it pushing so I do reach that goal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shouldn't be buying no dumb shit that's not gonna make me no money mm-hmm. when I when I invest no money this week. You feel me? Like what the hell? I look like spending ten dollars on and I ain't invest thirty thousand dollars. Like what the hell? Why do it? Say just because you got it, know what I'm saying? Ten bands ain't shit. I got ninety bands. No, I don't need nothing, man. Go invest that ten bands so you can try to turn thirty off and then go spend ten. You feel me? Like, come on, man. We gotta be way more mindful of our potential with this money that we got or whatever we got going on, man. Increasing your wiggle room. Don't decrease it. Treating yourself right at all, especially with the earned income. Like we said, man. Do not stay stagnant. Blowing your earned income, man. Oh, you gotta get some investment because the average person ain't got no investment. He ain't got no mutual fund. He don't have nothing. And you might as well get something safe first so you can get your feet wet in this investment shit so you way more accustomed to parking your money somewhere where you know it's gonna grow instead of blowing it on some dumb shit so you can eventually blow it on some dumb shit. No, real shit. That's real Mm -hmm. shit. Use that. We, you know, we always talk talk about that using that earned income. They'll earn that earned income plus that idle time. Whatever you do with those things is gonna determine your fucking lifestyle. That's what, that's what's gonna determine your lifestyle. That's pretty <laughs> straight up on top for real. And pretty much that's that's uh that's all we got for you. You got, you got something else you want to ask them? Yeah, that's pretty much all we got for you, bro. For real, like we that you already know. We uh, definitely appreciate you coming on, man. You all every time you come on, no yeah, 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 man. We gonna <laughs> have to link up eventually. Yeah, we got this. This gonna this is an instant classic right here. I already know people gonna people gonna they gonna fuck with this. They gonna definitely fuck with uh, this episode. They gonna have to because I mean we we talked about the money, but we talked about way other way things, other things. That, 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 that that translate to money. You you know those things that we were just talking about are gonna translate to money. You might not see it immediately, but you're going to know that's, that it's happening for your life, man. Because I'm telling you it's happening for my life. And you're like, damn, goddamn. Once I start doing this, when I see this, damn, Hugo was right. You're right, bro. God damn, I hate when you go right sometimes, man. Because <laughs> I just keep it 1,000. Yeah, I'm brash with it, but I keep it 1,000 with it, man. And people, that's why people fuck with me on it, man. Sometimes they don't want to listen just yet, but they know I'm speaking 1,000. They know. That shit, man. 
Yeah. And it's just sometimes you just on your own head, man. Because I used to be that person, man. So I used to send me a whole bunch of shit, free game. And sometimes I wouldn't, I wouldn't apply it. I'd take it in, but I wouldn't apply it, man. Because it's like, bro, you got to get these millions. Man. I'm not trying to get this money, but at the same time, bro, I ain't trying to do that shit you're talking about, man. Mm-hmm. Not right now. You know I'm saying? But no, you got to start taking action on these beneficial things people are telling you about, man, and being more accountable for your actions. Accountability is everything. Accountability you got to be accountable for your bullshit. Admit that shit, but change it. Don't just admit something that you're doing. What the hell? That's something <laughs> inside of shit, man. That's something bad dog. Don't do that. And then you can go do it again. <laughs> just so you got to hit him. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like real shit though. That's why we laughing, man. Because we, because we all have been through. That's why. That's why. That's why they can't lie to us, man. You can't lie to us because we're already there. They're already there. I'm telling you, that's why you was picking your nose for real. I'm telling you, that shit all the time, like bro. You can't lie to me about doing goofy shit because I already been. I've been there, bro. I was stuck there for a minute, so I already know when you bullshit, when you bullshit. You can't lie to me, <laughs> but straight up. But uh, yeah, bro. But uh, appreciate you having on. I ain't gonna keep you on for too much long. I know. Yeah. You good, man. Yeah. I had to, I had to, uh, had to allocate some spare time, man, to do this jump for yeah. the time, man. <laughs> yeah, like, they've been waiting months for this jump. Yeah, they've been too been busy with, this, yeah. with the people, life shit, man. Yeah, people been waiting. They be in, in, in my mission saying shit, so I already know people been like, okay, yeah, part two. Part two this this gonna be this is yeah. the classic. Right when you gonna drop that on like Sunday? Yeah, you already know. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> You already know. You already know. This is Sunday, so by the time people hear this, it's already gonna be out. So today, see, we is out right now. You guys are right now. But yeah, bro, uh, appreciate your real shit for coming for coming on, man. I need we gonna. I'm gonna I was gonna say we uh, we'll be talking real soon. You already know. No doubt, no doubt. Y'all be easy, man. Enjoy life out there in Cali, man. Bay Area shit, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely, bro. Appreciate you, fam. <laughs> all right. Peace, all right. too. All right, bro. Well, that was another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. Well, if you go, like you said, he gave out all his information for those who want to find him. That was uh, another 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 dope episode. That's my dude right there. It's how we, we talk. We talk good game, talk real shit. Like I said, it's more uh, always conversation-based or people that's hearing this, they get an opportunity to just be like a fly on the wall. But in wrapping up, for the people who don't know, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Xavier C. Miller. And D, what's your info? You can find me on Instagram at Deanna Kent. Why are you talking so low? It's Deanna S. Kent. <laughs> and, all right, though, that's all we got for y'all. appreciate y'all for listening to another episode. Peace. On the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next, but I'm on the way. You ain't take a risk because you're too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. On the way. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.